Welcome once again to our podcast, Redeemed. Uh, the goal and the idea of our podcast is we want to start talking about what it means to live a redeemed Christian life and how that plays out in our own personal life and how that should make a difference. So I really hope that as uh, we're having some conversations about this, that uh, you'll be able to take something from it, implement it into your lives, and that God can use it for you. So hang with us, and we'll go ahead and get started. for joining us again for another episode of our podcast redeemed um when we left off last time we were beginning the process of looking at uh, a new king who's going to be coming onto the scene here in israel uh king david now there's so much to cover with david i <laughs> mean there's a lot, a lot. Yeah. yeah literally mm-hmm. if you can't figure out from these he really david's one of the main characters <laughs> in uh the old testament you know what i'm saying yes. one of the there is so much that centers around David, um, and it's from David's line eventually that um, the Savior is going to come on the scene too, as well. Yep. So it has some um, some future relevance as well. Yeah. So, but we're going to try to do our best to kind of work through the last a few chapters here and kind of uh, do a real quick look at uh, David and Saul's relationship and how it ends with uh, Saul eventually dying. Part three. Yep. Part three. And uh, then we're going to go ahead and jump into Second Samuel. You know, you could spend months and months looking at these uh, different chapters. I mean, it is there's so much good stuff, so many life lessons to be learned here. And it's, it's, it's hard to know when to stop and when to, to elaborate on some things. Yeah. But, um, but there are a couple key points that uh, I kind of want to touch on and a few of the more... Um, significant things that seem to happen that uh, lay some groundwork for some things that are going to happen further on. Uh, one of my favorite ones is, uh, uh, you know, it all started with that song. You know, David had killed his, or <laughs> uh, Saul had killed his thousands and David his ten thousands. Yeah. Saul didn't like and that's that. What, that's when Saul got triggered. And that was pretty much, that was pretty much the turning point in the relationship for, for David and Saul. Up until that point, David had been one of Saul's number one men. Yeah. Uh, he'd been doing so many good things, winning so many battles for Saul. But uh, Saul just couldn't handle the the, the jealousy. And yeah. so we have a first attempt on David's life. Uh, we have the conversation that happens between Jonathan and, and uh, David. Jonathan yeah. being Saul's son. <laughs> and uh, who, they were best of friends. Best yeah. of friends. Yep. And they kind of worked out a plan to, to see if Saul was really trying to kill David. And it turns out that Saul was. And at that point, David goes on the run. And uh, he's kind of moving throughout the the hill the hill country and just just trying hanging out trying to survive, but as uh, time progresses, well, he begins to draw people to him. Yep. And at one point, I think he's got like five to six hundred men that that are with him. So, uh, but he's on the run, and uh, Saul's constantly following him, trying to find him, trying to trying to kill him, because he doesn't want David to become king because he wants his son to become king. Uh-huh. Which is interesting because if you kind of because if you kind of read it. Jonathan was fine with David being king. He didn't have a problem yeah. with that. Like yeah, Jonathan knew that the Lord was mm-hmm. all over that. Yeah, was 
was was with David. Yeah. He knew that needed to happen. Like, but that Saul guy's just, gonna be king. Yeah. So let's get out of his way. Mm-hmm. But Saul just could just Saul just couldn't get over it. He just couldn't do it. Um, and one of and one of my favorite parts of of, of this whole story is uh, that uh, David spares Saul's life on many occasions. Say a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a there, there there's a powerful lesson there for us. Uh, David understood who who uh, Saul was. He was the king, but not only that, he was he had been put into power mm-hmm. by God. Yep. And David did not feel like it was right for him to take the life of Correct. the king, even though he was out there hunting for David. Even though he was he was literally, if it would have been the other way around, Saul probably wouldn't have felt the same way. Mm-hmm. 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 But uh, he doesn't do it. Uh, he he refrains at uh, one of my one of the favorite ones is when he cuts a little bit of his, his cloak off, yeah, and then sneaks back away because I think they're staying in the same cave, if I remember correctly. It, David was in the cave, and Saul had gone into the cave to relieve himself, mm. um, and that was when David snuck up, cut off a piece of the cloak, or was that when he stole the spear? Mm, no, that's when he cut off a piece of the cloak. Which is close. Okay. Because yep. then another one, he steals one of his weapons or something. Yep. Something that was sitting next to him while he was sleeping. The only reason I remember the cloak one is because he waits until Saul goes back out, and then David actually follows yep. him back out. That's says, right. And he waves hey. it. <laughs> See this? Yeah. You're welcome. And he waves it. Yep. Uh-huh. I could have lit you up, but I didn't. Yep. Can we just be friends again? <laughs> Saul didn't think so. No. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, Saul would always kind of take the... Uh, the approach when that came that close, he'd be like, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. And then he would kind of back off from David for a little while. But then he'd get angry. Back to it. I would, like to, I would like to know what the actual timeline was. You know what I mean? Yeah, how long. This how long in between? Was it a month? Was it a year? Was it a few days? Uh-huh. Was it a couple hours? I mean, like, how quickly did Saul get himself <laughs> reworked up again? Like, man, I hate that day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, we get him now. Uh-huh. Let's go back. Let's go back. I would just like to know what the timeline was there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there'll be lots of questions that it'd be fun to, to ask David when I get to heaven. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got dude, questions. dude, dude, we gotta talk. We gotta talk. Mm-hmm. I, I need to understand I need to understand a few things. But what I but what I find so interesting about that particular though is that he David understood that uh Saul had been put into power by God. Yes. And so he understood that it wasn't his place to take the king's life. Because he didn't know if God was actually done with Saul at that particular moment in time. Right. Uh, there's a lesson there for us because, to be honest, there's a lot of my my political leaders and things and people in power that I don't really like. But I'm not sure it's within my power or it's not within um, what's the word I'm looking for. It's not your authority. Yeah. And as long as I can, I should be trying trying to do my best to follow fall under their authority. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because uh, because it's because he's there because God's put him there. Yep. I don't know the reasoning for it, and sometimes I'm like, God, you got to be crazy. Do you have reasoning? Yeah, for do you have reasoning? And I'm sure there is. You know, oh, yeah. that's the beauty of oh, God yeah. is He can see outside. Mm-hmm. You know, He can see past, uh, past, present, future all together. See how everything's gonna fall into yeah. place. Yeah. And He's bringing it all to His glory. And, and I and I understand that. But still, there there are moments where it's just like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what you're doing, Lord. <laughs> But David was a great example. He 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 showed the respect for the uh, the authority that uh, God had given Saul. So very 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 key point there. Um, and then as we continue on, David picks up another wife. <laughs> That's um, just going to be a something you can say for the next few chapters, yeah. and then into Second Samuel. Uh, this one was Abigail, and uh, I I, I kind of like her. She seems like she's a pretty smart cookie. Mm-hmm. Um, she saved her husband's life, and then. Uh, 
because Dave was going to kill him because of the, of the response to some things, and he ended, then uh, his uh, his wife took care of it, saved her husband. Yep. Then he died of a heart attack, and he and she married David. So then David married her. David married her. Yep. So Dave picks up another wife. David again spares Saul's life as we keep going. Yeah, there's a pattern. Yep. <laughs> uh, David hides amongst the Philistines for a while. And then we get to... Uh, yeah, that was interesting. Mm-hmm. After all his battles with the Philistines. Mm-hmm. Well, they probably... Him. I imagine there's probably some kind of respect or something. Or they didn't recognize him. No, they recognized... Well, at least not at first they didn't recognize him, I guess. Mm-hmm. But later on, when he tries to fight with them, they said, no, man. Yeah, that's true. That's right. I don't trust you. You've killed too many of us. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Which makes sense. Yeah. I you killed Jim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then uh, we have the final nail in the coffin for for King Saul, uh, and that is the Saul and the medium at Endor. Now, there's pretty few things that God's pretty pretty strict about. This and, is one of them. And this is one of them. <laughs> this is one of them. You really shouldn't be communicating with the dead spirits. It just it just doesn't work out well. It's for just you. a no no. It, it is big time no no. Just write that down, cross it off, and red. And then on top of that, the dead spirit that you want to bring back to talk to probably shouldn't be Samuel the prophet. No. That just seems like a bad <laughs> choice a, to me. Just no. Yeah. I mean, everything about this. Yeah. And first of all, Saul had to go to great lengths to find this lady because he had run all the other medians out of the country already because he knew they were bad. I was going to say, when he was a, when he was a strong God-fearing man, he yeah. ran them all off. <laughs> Then, because, yeah, it says he had to disguise himself and had to go at night. And he went with uh, two men and they went to the woman. Consult a spirit for me, he said. Mm -hmm. The woman asked, whom shall I bring up for you? And he said, bring up Samuel. And she even said, like, wait a minute. Hold up. If this is not, (laughs) we've been told not to do this anymore. And when the woman saw Samuel, she cried out at the top of her voice and, and said to Saul, why have you deceived me? You are Saul. The king said to her, not be afraid. What do you see? And then, of course, we have the uh, the interaction between Saul and Samuel. Samuel said, Saul, why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? I am in great discer- dis- great discretion. I cannot talk. Reading. I am in great distress, Saul said. The Philistines are fighting against me. God has departed from me. He no longer answers me, either by prophets or by dreams. So I have called on you to tell me what to do. Samuel said, why do you consult me? Now the Lord has departed from you and become your enemy. It, Don't drag me into he, this. Well, and he, he answers his own question at the very beginning, and that's how you know he was so clouded. He said that God's abandoned me. Uh-huh. Why does so my I, life suck? So what I, God's abandoned me. So then what I did was I went and found a medium. Yeah. <laughs> and that was going to fix it. Yeah. 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 He no. didn't think it all the way through. You think while he was saying it, he was like, oh, man. Hey, he sure, he sure didn't seem, at least no. in the reading, he sure didn't seem to have any... Uh, any remorse? Any kind of remorse or any kind of understanding that what he was doing was like, hey, man, you've crossed a lot of lines, but now you've gone a whole nother step. So, you know, habitual mm-hmm. line stepper. And That's then Sam, Samuel begins to explain to him what's fixing to happen. And basically, he is going to have the whole kingdom ripped away from him. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's he's going to lose it all, everything. Jealousy, man. Mm-hmm. Started this whole thing. 
The Lord, the Lord has done what he predicted through me. The Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hands, given it to one of your neighbors, to David, because you did not obey the Lord or carry out his did not carry out his fierce his fierce wrath against the Amalekites. I don't know what the Amalekites did, but God wanted those those guys wiped out. The Lord has done this to you today. The Lord will deliver both Israel and you into the hands of the Philistines, and tomorrow you and your sons will be with me. Ooh. The Lord will also give the army of Israel into the hands of the Philistines. At that point, I'm sure Saul was like, I'm really glad I came to talk yeah, to you. Was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for showing up, Samuel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was not the word I wanted. No, it's not why I came. Yeah. No. I mean, how many times do the Israelites screw everything up, in this case Saul, by simply not... A obeying God, but B and that seems to be the big one is obeying. Well, and it's it not always, but it seems a large portion to come back to hey, wipe them all out. Mm-hmm. All yeah, out. yeah. Don't leave Follow anybody alive. Out. Follow this whole thing through. Yeah. They need to be exterminated. I'll try again. Like eh, and then they're like eh, but there's a pretty, lot of people. There's a lot, <laughs> and they're pretty strong. They can lift. You know, yeah. we could use some slaves. Yeah. Yep. They never finished it out to completion. No. Same thing happened when they came to the to the promised land. Mm-hmm. You know, God said wipe them all out. They didn't do it, and as a result, they were led astray by those foreign gods. Yep. But the, but I think the main key here, once again, that we seem to see over and over again is obedience. Yep. The Saul struggled with obedience. He couldn't follow things to completion. <laughs> We have a casualty. It's a mic on the table. We have tech issues. Yeah. We, no, we don't have tech issues. <laughs> the tech is working just fine. Thank you. Two legged truck. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw that. It's, it's just a pod. It's one of them lame microphones. So it, no try. Just a pod. <laughs> yeah, we need to get some better equipment in here. Yeah, that's the problem. Uh-huh. Yep. It's not the buffoons running it. Well, uh, we'll uh, we'll send a note to our producer. Uh-huh. <laughs> Checks in the mail. Yeah, checks in the mail. <laughs> but obedience, that's what it all comes back to. And uh, Saul would either obey halfway or not at all. And yep. that's what got him in the end. Uh, God does want our obedience. I mean, I can't say it enough. God wants our obedience. Mm-hmm. As Half obedience is not obedience. Hey, you know, growing up, that's what my dad always said. Delayed obedience. It's disobedience. <laughs> yep. Over and over again. I can't oh, how many boy. times he's he had that drilled in my head. And what we see when David does take over is... Uh, he was a man after God's own heart because he did obey. As I mean, we're not saying that David didn't make mistakes. David made some pretty horrendous mistakes. And yeah. he will pay for those mistakes as you look through his family line. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Absalom, I, I believe, totally was part of the... Spoiler alert. Yep. <laughs> was, was part of the... Uh, yeah. Was punishment for the sins that he he had committed. And uh, But David always came back and started again... And and began to follow the Lord as best he could. Saul spiraled mm-hmm. quickly. <laughs> yes, he did. Without ever coming back up. Mm-hmm. No. Like he spiraled and there was never even like a slight come back up. It was like mm-hmm. all the way down to medium. Yeah, he never could he never could pull pull back up. No. No, he just lost it. Yep. And just as uh Samuel had laid it out for him. It all uh, unfolded. It all unfolded. <laughs> and we have uh, Saul and Jonathan both dying. Yep. Um, and it will be, it, it, it's interesting too to see the response of what David, David's response to all this is when he does find out that Saul and Jonathan have died. 
uh, he went into some pretty deep mourning. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting because, man, this man was out there trying to kill you, yeah. and yet you were mourning for. Mm-hmm. So, but. Shows you David's heart. Yep. Yep. So it all ends with Saul taking his own life. Uh, he's wounded, of course, and doesn't want to be taken captive by the enemies because they don't take very kindly to enemy kings, if you will. And no. so, uh, no, at that time, what Saul did was probably his uh, easiest. Oh, absolutely. Well, I think it's kind of the norm to yeah. for kings to mm-hmm. do that. If it yeah. yeah, because they because they did all kinds of horrendous things mm-hmm. to the kings that they captured them. Yep, not getting captured. Yep. Yeah. And they and I, and they and they still did some things to to the bodies. I think yeah. they hung them up or did something. Yeah, put them on display. Yep, to make a point. Very so interesting time. And that was it. That's that ends the reign of Saul, and uh, begins a new era of David. The new era begins. Mm-hmm. A new hope, if you will, <laughs> for all you Star Wars fans. <laughs> On to episode four. (laughs) And David is going to do some amazing things also for the uh, for the nation of Israel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So a lot of amazing things. A lot of things. He kinda he kinda puts them on the map. It's it's interesting because David's whole uh, reign is littered with wars. He he was the warrior. He fought all the time. And then after him, his son gets to take over, and his son's the one that gets to have that I don't know, 40 or 50 years of peace. I was going to say all the peace that was yep. because of because of what David did. David. Yep. Yep. So that was a real quick overview. I would highly recommend if you haven't read them to go back and reread yes. all those chapters because like I said, there are there are timeless lessons to be learned from all of it. That was like 18 through 31. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> and that was a very, very, very brief overview. Yeah. Lots and, of details missed. Yep. Y'all went and watched the whole thing because we're not that interested. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of the dialogue in there that's just just amazing. And uh, so, I, yeah, highly recommend you go back and read it. But when it all comes down to the end, once again, I think the biggest thing we can pull from Saul's life is just to, to make sure that we're obeying the Lord like we should. And not and to stake it, and obedience is great, but a lot of times what we do is we do the half obedience like Saul does. Yes. Yeah. And we want to make sure that we do the full obedience. Mm-hmm. If 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 we go back and look at some of the stories, Samuel told him to wait. He didn't wait. He did not. He went ahead and sacrificed the stuff himself. So he did what he was supposed to, but he didn't wait. You know what I'm saying? It's always the half. <laughs> Poor Saul was the half. Just could not quite turn. Which I think is just a, a key lesson for us as Christians living the redeemed Christian life. We have to do it all the way. We can't do it halfway. Mm-hmm. has to be all in or nothing. Amen. Thanks for joining us. And remember, you can connect with us in person every Sunday at 8 a.m. and 9.45 a.m. And online with Instagram and Facebook. And the daily Bible readings are on the website, eastcastlebaptistchurch.com. Once again, thanks for joining us, and we will see you next time.